Holes in your mouth, podcast show. Doing bizarre world of real life Santa Claus sightings. We all from ghosts, aliens, UFOs, Bigfoot, demons, angels, and everything else in between. We have uh, you've heard of weird and wonderful things, but this is supposed real sightings of serpents. Santa or Claus or Father Christmas. By far the most in-depth collection was supposedly real Santa sightings have been learned. have been compiled by paranormal researcher named Stephen Wagner, who had long been collecting serious reports from seemingly otherwise sane and rational people who truly believe they have seen the Christmas icon in flesh. These reports run from the wondrous to the frankly creepy. One was told by a woman named Carrie Kay, who claims that in 1961 she went to bed on Christmas Eve and was woken by a a bedroom door slowly creaking open to allow to follow allow the light from the night light into the hall to trickle and illuminate quite a bizarre sight indeed. She says that, that will happen next. I was astonished, however, at who opened the bedroom door. I found myself looking at a man dressed in a red suit, with a white trim around his waist like fur, a long white beard. He was wearing Santa hat. He had red pants and black boots. If I close my eyes, I can still see Santa standing by my door. It makes such an impression on me. He stood there and looked at me for a few seconds, then closed the door. Finally, uh, closed the door. I pulled the blankets over my head for a while. I was so scared. Finally, I looked out. There was no one there. Next day, I asked my mother if she and my father had been out of bed the previous night. My mother said, no, in fact, my sister was only four months old, and my mother said she sat for a night the first time, and even my parents had gotten up. They were tired and both slept. I don't know who or what looked in my bedroom that night. I told my mother I saw Santa, and she got really mad at me and told me this, that I would, did not, did not. But I do know what I saw. It was Santa Claus. I swear this story did happen. I know I wasn't dreaming. There is, this, there is also perhaps an even stranger account given by a woman named Sarah A. She says sighting happened at a, a very young age, but that it stayed with her until adulthood as clear as day. On this, on this evening, Sarah was sleeping on the floor as aunt had been visiting and taken to her bed. Because of this, she was unable to really get into sleep sleep, and around 2.30am she noticed a faint glow coming in the crack under the door. She got up and wandered to the door, opened it and looked out the hallway, seeing what she saw next. When I fully opened my eyes, I could, say, could see that Santa was standing in my door with a mythical, magical glow around him. It was silver and gold and glittery. Santa looked right at me. About moving his mouth, he said to me, Now you know you're supposed to be asleep while I'm here, don't you? I told him that I knew I was supposed to be asleep, but how could I? How, but how could I? He told me, close your eyes and at least pretend. I was shocked. I knew this could be a dream. I knew it was oh, I was awake. People told me maybe it was my father. Maybe, maybe it was. How did he? How he got the, to the hallway? glow and glitter for 
would be beyond me, and as far as I'm concerned, it's 100% correct Santa Claus. I was a beautiful golden glow around a man in a big red suit that told me it couldn't possibly be my father. It gritty like a plaid, where pieces are not falling to the ground. I am now 41 years old and still believe that I saw him. There was a report from a witness who tells of how on one Christmas Eve, when he was eight years old, he woke up midnight, mostly out of sheer excitement because of the coming joyous day. It was then that he heard something more out of the hall, something out of the hall, which stopped the satellite quite footsteps. Someone was trying to steadily creep down the hallway. The witness says he got up, cracked open his door, and peeked out to see something very strange, which he said, slowly, a man in boots, carrying a sack, looked into my room, my parents' room, and then in my brother's room. I was absolutely 100% positive I was awake. Two, I could see him fairly well because he had a night light on across the hall in the bathroom. I went behind him, my entire face on the covers of it, a small, small portion of my eyes to see. He then walked very quietly and he was gone. Of course, I told my parents and my brother in the morning about my sighting and of course they thought I was crazy. To this day, I'm 28 now, I asked my parents if they had anything to do with this. They still denied that it, and they say it was a, I was dreaming and strongly believe I saw spirits some kind of entity of Santa. Some people even claim that they have multiple encounters of Santa, such as the case of a witness called Claxon Clembrach. Witnesses that the first reporting happened in 2002, followed by additional encounters in 2004-2007, explains his strange series of experiences as follows. It's Christmas Eve in 2002 in New York. My parents had invited some friends and relatives over for di- dinner. Some sort of like Christmas Eve celebration. After that, I decided to go into my room to watch the television. But there was nothing good to watch. I then found myself pacing back and forth the hallway moon. My house is big, so there's no more than there's no one with me. Everyone was in the living room watching the movie I wasn't interested in. About seven minutes into my pacing I, I saw a tall fat figure scurry about twenty yards feet away from me. I was crouched down too. I even wearing some sort of Santa Claus suit. I didn't believe it Santa, but it's just freaked me out. There's a strange man in my house. I quickly went to my parents and told them all about it. They grinned and told me even jokingly. Maybe it's Santa Claus. I don't believe that. So I just sat down to the living room, in the living room of my family and everybody else. Then it occurred again on Christmas Eve 2004. I remember it more vividly than in the last one. I was lying on a couch in the living room. My parents in the kitchen having a conversation about business blog or something. Suddenly I saw a huge man about seven or eight feet tall, crawl underneath a tree and just vanish. Before it disappeared, he looked at me and said, very strange. So I went into the kitchen and sat with my parents. Similar happenings occurred the following Christmas. I called one in 2007. It's daylight this time. I just happened to see another tall figure with a Santa hat trudged by me for two seconds. It's gone. This really happened. Some characters 
Charlotte has some creepy effect on her that make them almost menacing. One witness, Aina, says her encounter happened when she was only just five years old. On this evening, she crept, she crept downstairs after hearing and something moving beats around her there. And to her surprise, she was met with the sight of a Santa Claus standing there in the living room, complete with red, black and white outfit and snow white beard. Only there was nothing joy over about that Santa. Just indeed he seemed to emulate a certain sense of creeping dread. He says of experience, he must have felt, he must have felt my presence because he turned around and looked at me. He didn't look jolly and ha- kind of happy like you expect Santa Claus to look. He looked kind of eerie. He was staring in my in my soul. Automatically, I ran to my parents' room and hid under the covers. I don't know why I was so scared at the time, but I wrote it off as a dream. For a while before I forgot what it completely. Years later, I remembered it. I thought it could have been a burglar, but when I asked my parents, nothing was ever missing from the apartment. Only time we ever told ever robbed was when we moved later on. And then I wrote it off as a dream before I forgot it completely. Late years later, I remembered it. It, it. it could have been a burglar, but when I asked my parents, nothing was, was missing from the apartment. The only time you ever robbed was, was when we moved later on. The only explanation I know is that there's some kind of apparition. Another real of spooky account comes from a 37-year-old witness who certainly saw Santa one evening was walking outside as as his apartment complex on a chilly evening. He explains what happens as follows. Being 37 at a time, I was a, I was a little old to believe in Santa. I had a faith he existed and felt in my heart he was real, but not physically real until I was uh, uh, in our parking lot, jumping trash in dumps at walk on walking on the sidewalk next to me was a chubby old man with a long snow white hair, a long white beard wearing glasses, wearing green flannel shirt, blue jeans and red suspenders. He said, hello Richard as he passed and said, I said hi I kept, I kept walking if I didn't know it Walking on the sidewalk, an old man with long white hair and long white beard, round glasses, wearing a green flannel shirt, blue jeans and red suspenders. He said, hello, Richard. He passed. I said, hi. He kept walking. It wasn't until a few seconds later I realised I didn't know yet he knew my birth name. He did not wear name tags or anything. I wasn't a customer, but he knew. I watched him as he continued down the street as he came to the intersection. He didn't stop to wait for light to change. It turned green, he walked out of sight. Weird. Yes, but it changed my mood, knowing I wasn't nuts. There's been a surprisingly large number of accounts like these, hundreds of which such sightings, in fact, may have been clipped by Wagner and others posted on forums and sites like Read It. After all, Santa doesn't really exist. Sorry, folks. It's a piece of pure law and obviously does not really 
come to houses to leave presents, yet sightings of cancer persist from people who seem to very seriously believe they saw what looks like the actual Santa Claus. In some cases, even seen him riding his sleigh through the sky, complete with a compliment of the same deer. So what is going on here? Now, how can we be seeing Santa Claus when we know there is no Santa? Don't worry, children, there is. Don't listen. One possibility possible key could be found in the fact that even some of the in the some reports are covered and some from witness mentions they felt like they were they saw something that, that looked like Santa which is in fact different to saying it was actually Santa in one report I mentioned a witness said it was a spirit or some kind of entity of Santa I in another a witness says it was some kind of apparition herein what could be like a possible answer is that these people are not really seeing the literal Santa as all, but rather something merely taking the appearance of pretending to be Santa. Lord Ackerbeck, a psycho, uh, psychological professor at Atlantic University of Virginia, gives me faults, gives his faults on this possibility to us. I never heard of people seeing Santa. The Green Reader, yes, not Santa. The only person is being real is if it's an alien or ghost pretending to be Santa. We can't investigate that. There's nothing we can do about with it. It's unclear as what sort of entity it could do in this or why. For some it's demons or others it's aliens or ghosts. One prominent theory that it could be some sort of interventional interlopers of tricks or spirits appear or whatever the witness is most expecting to see that this time of speculation. There's a very same same entities could be behind. So the bizarre paranormal encounters be to be possible, including gnomes and classified entities, demons, angels, impossible impossible animals, or even more traditional phenomena such as Bigfoot, ghosts, alien UFOs, and Loch Ness Monster. But in the case of Santa Claus, all of them connected and coming back to the to these tricksters who same thing in every case. Many appear apparently differently to different people. Inscrutable reasons we're not yet to understand and perhaps not meant to. There's even more, if you look up our friend Google, there's even more stories of Santa Claus sightings. To the Mark Podcast Show, a late night encounter in Texas. This is about a possible Bigfoot sighting. Late night encounter in HQ21, 21, Texas. Date and time of encounter. 8th of June 2001, between tw- 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock. Location Cherokee County, Texas, on CFH 21 between Cardo Mounds, Site Historical, State Historical Site, and Newville's River Bridge. Though it's been several years ago, I'm positive to the date because my family and I were returning from a funeral in NACOG. D-O-C-H-E-S. We were headed to my parents' home in Crockett on Stateway Highway 21. Under some circumstances, I would have taken Hallway 7. It's probably a much better road. 
It had been raining all week, over nine inches on the day alone. The roads were washed out everywhere. A family member at the funeral had assured me that drainage in 21 was much better than 7, and I didn't want to risk getting stranded and washed away. So I followed advice and turned out. He made our destination a bit later than expected. I wasn't expecting what we saw all the way. As as I said, I've been raining all for days. It was pouring rain and almost a tired drive. The air along Highway 21 is very rural, very dark at night because mostly farmland and homes had set far out the way from the highland. The traffic at night was all but non-existent, unfortunately, because it's difficult to see. It's raining up so hard. I'm driving slowly, so my slow beams, because the rain was all I could see with the lights on high. So I had my nose to the windshield, trying to drive, stay the road. Just before he went to David Crockett's Natural Forest, he come upon Kaido Mound's state historical site, which are ancient burial grounds on either side of the road, near right to the entrance to the site, and almost in the driveway, the four white-tailed deer behaving very erratically. I came to the full stop, and frankly, that I had seen him before I hit I, before I hit one. It was as if it wasn't <coughs> where to go. I looked like it was in a hurry to be something, somewhere, but he wanted to be get split up. One would dart up direct, dart one direction, the others would follow. Only stop train direction again. He seemed to be oblivious to everything around him. I eased past as quickly as I could, because one almost ran into the side of my car. My wife was in the front, in the passion seat, and said, That was odd. My son was sitting in the middle, in the back seat, between his own two sisters. We came to attention, and I stopped, waiting to see what was going on. I asked them both to help me watch more deer, because hitting one will probably cause a quick disaster in the downfall. My son asked me if it was a deal of doing out the rain, instead of seeking cover. At instant, I was about to answer, we were now inside. DCF and hearing <coughs> near in which is river. Something ran in front of a car on two legs. <coughs> My headlights illuminated lower life of the body. I could see the silhouette of the upper body as it ran. It was enormous. It happened to be very quickly. So quickly I never had time to break. The strides were so long I couldn't Think its, think its feet hit the pavement more than twice. I remember legs were covered with dark hair. It seemed to have no ankles. The thickness of its legs were consistent at his feet. My son immediately turned into around to get another look and exclaimed, What was that? I said I didn't know, or nor wished to know. We discussed it with each other during the remainder of the trip, and with my parents the next day. No one ever heard of anything like it in that area. Most everyone had told it to believe that the rain had obscured our vision it was probably a buck looking for the deer we had passed down the road I know what I saw deer are not as fast as they across as the, what crossed the whole highway that night and you don't, they don't run on two legs the height of the creature is certainly taller than a man I only saw the upper body of the silhouette but I was certain it was easily at least eight foot tall I recall being more startled by the bulk of girth than by height. I don't remember the feet as specifically. They should have been covered, 
be. Must have been covered with hair, because it was bare. It been stood out. I think I do remember the ankles very well, because of the thickness. There were five of us in the vehicle. I was driving my... My was in the front passenger seat. My son was in the middle of the back seat. My two daughters were seated out on either side of them. Only three of us witnessed the sighting, though. My daughters were really preoccupied with something else. My eyes for action was initially guarded. I don't remember she saying anything during the encounter, but we did discuss it immediately afterwards. She didn't want to admit to itself what she saw, what she saw. She didn't want to dismiss it because she saw the same thing my son saw. Very large, bipedal creature, covered with hair, running very fast. She freely admits she saw all this, but she won't draw a conclusion to what it was. I'm positive that I was driving below the speed limit because I guess extra caution looking looking out for some deer in the rain. I guess between thirty five and forty five miles per hour. Certainly no more than forty five. Yes, it is raining steadily, but vis- visibility was good with wind speed with windshields wipers. It wasn't such as heavy downfall that wipers wouldn't keep up. I'm certain my vision was impaired specifically as all. Not even then two others from different vantage points saw the same thing. I did submit this mountains to the BFORRO a few months later after it happened. I was looking to answer to what it what it saw. They never contacted me afterwards. I didn't report anything to DPS Fish and Game or the Sheriff's Office over years. I wanted to keep I wanted to share it at what I saw a reputable organisation. But I was never satisfied with my own opinion. It always seemed to be too sensational exploitive. So there you are. Possible Bigfoot sighting in Texas. Positive Mark podcast show reading from an article found on a blog site called Angel in the Woods. This took place in 1909 when my great-grandfather, Harley, was seven. He lived deep down in Maine woods with his parents and two siblings. Harley's father was away for a couple of weeks due to his job, and it was the beginning of winter. He helped his mother care for his family home, his younger siblings. One day, he was helping his mum hang some laundry out in the cold, when he fell and and fainted upon entering the house. Harley did his best to care for her, but after a few days, a couple of days, it seemed his family had all became very Ill, sick. He was fine. He called his mother, telling him he had to take a journey to town to fetch a doctor. The walk was ten miles or so. He was only seven. He had to be strong, as he was the man of the house, and his father was gone. He bundled up himself up and headed out early in the morning. It was cold and it began to snow, and Harley started to doubt. He'd make it. He said the snow started blinding, blinding him and his feet were so frozen it was hard to keep going. Suddenly a friendly dog greeted him and pointed him a man. Harley was relieved. The man was very handsome and wore a strange coat that didn't seem, that didn't look warm enough. It looked liver and had fur around the collar. The stranger introduced himself as Finn and asked him if he, where he was heading. He said he was going the same way and they walked side by side with a storm along with Finn's dog. Harley said they talked and talked, for, although he didn't remember what about, but he did recall feeling warm and safe, full of energy. The journey flew by. As he approached a small town, Harley t- 
looked around to see the dog was gone. And when he looked back at Finn, he disappeared as well. He was quite a ways out of the woods, and there was nowhere he could have gone to hot to. Harley was confused, but soon found someone to speak with. Unfortunately, they didn't go back for a while due to a huge sandstorm, snowstorm. Sadly, my great-grandfather's mother and siblings passed away. Now, the story doesn't end there. Twist always boggled my mind. I just wish I could find the answers. Harley married my great-grammy, Sarah, and they named their first-born son Finn, after Finn's angel in the woods. Finn was a handsome man who became a pilot against his mother's witches. In 1941, he crashed his plane, flying solo. My grandma didn't speak of his name again. To his old, she was old and on the deathbed. I saw a pitch photo of Finn, his leather bomber jacket with a fur and a collar. Always one of you had been the angel that saved my grandfather's life. Santa's dog. We saw Santa's dog one Christmas Eve. Joke. But seriously, it was tw- I was twelve. I was helping my dad get my mum present and bring it to the house as she went to bed. It was about 10.30pm, we carried a little gift into the house, went back outside to pick up the truck. It was pretty bright night, and the moon had snowed about six inches earlier in the day. As soon as I stepped off the porch and turned the corner to walk the driveway, as soon as I looked up, there was the biggest dog I'd ever seen. I think it was one of those Russian dogs that protect livestock from wolves. As soon as I saw it, I stopped dead in my tracks, I thought I was dead, but the but I just sat there looking at me with its head just tilted to the side like it was curious. I just stood there frozen in one place and staring at it. I forgot the colour. I was pure. It, it, I'll never forget the colour. It was pure white. But this time, after this time, my dad came around the corner and st- stopped frozen like I was. After about 20 seconds, I stood and turned around on the snow path and walked towards the driveway. I live in a very old area. I remember that it had a red collar with bells on it. As soon as I turned to my dad to see if he was watching this and turned back, it was gone. Driver is about a quarter mile long. I had no idea where it came from or where it went. We looked for tracks about 45 minutes and couldn't find any, which is strange because the snow is fresh and no tracks other than a truck pulling in. I never felt threatened or anything. It was just surreal. And my dad did not know didn't and if my dad did not saw it, I'd probably question whether it was really there.